good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you are in the world. I'm Cynthia Garrett, and welcome to Girl Club. Man, it's always so good to make it here to uh, to Mondays with you guys to start the week in just in fellowship, you know, and and walking with like my my three favorite my three favorite tribe and family members who are with me today. We're all in the house and. Um, so let me just quickly bring the girls in as I kind of uh, move us. Well, I'll move us into where we were. So if you've been watching us, uh, we've been talking about moving on and moving forward. And, you know, that that is such a big, big uh, statement, right? Because so many of us are moving on and moving forward from maybe um, an old church or a church home, or maybe we need to move on and move forward from a relationship you know, that's gone toxic or that's just run its course. Um, Maybe we need to move on and move forward from a job, you know, a career, um, a group of people, a way of thinking, a way of living, you know, a certain mentality. It doesn't really matter. It just seems that in life, we're always confronted every day with really looking at the things that we need to move on and move forward from. And even if you're in a place in your life where um, there is no need to move on and move forward from something. There's there's something about moving forward, even in the place where you're supposed to be. You know, uh, making making progress, going deeper, growing. Right, that's a part of our daily existence, and and it's something that we need. You know, in our lives. So, joining me to continue the dialogue is Nova Page. Hey, Nova. And, Hi. And, and, and you guys know you're Novi, right? She's Hi. a singer, songwriter. She's a, she's a, a pastor. Uh, she's also a pastor's wife. She's a mom. She's a great girlfriend and sister in Christ. And she also has a pretty <laughs> fabulous interior design business, you guys. So you might want to just check uh-huh. her out because if you're in the California area, um, you may want a consultation with somebody to help you get your space together. I'm just Thanks, Stan. I I do love what we do. That's for sure. I have a new appreciation too for what you do because I just had someone (laughs) over to look at um, this house that I rehabbed um, that we're selling and it needs to be staged. So we're kind of in the, I'm in the space of a lot of interior stuff right now. You know, we're great. Well, you could, you could probably do uh, everything we do with your like hands t- tied behind your back, Cynthia. So I'm like, I do, I do you, you have some incredible style. I just, I'm always like amazed by your spaces and I love the environments that you always create. And I think that's a big part of what I do spiritually and physically is even in my, dis- with design for me, it's about moving into spaces and creating environments that, you know, yeah. encapsulate the heart of a family. And yeah. so that's always a treasure to be able to do that. So thanks so much for sharing about you're, my, you're my welcome. You're welcome. You know, I went over as a real quick note before we get the Christina's on board. I went over to uh, my girlfriend, Kathy Lee Giffords. And for those of you who are here in America, you guys know who Kathy Lee Gifford is. I mean, goodness gracious, she is America's sweetheart, you know, from morning Mm -hmm. television for a hundred for for so many years. Um, I was going to say 100 years, but she's not that old. So um, (laughs) she's fairly young and she looks really fiercely good, man. But um, I took a friend over to see Kath's Kath's place here, not far from where I live. And uh, because he does beautiful finishes and what have you, he's a real master craftsman. And um, 
I always like to show her place because it it's so beautiful and it's such an example of so much. And so anyway, the thing that he said, which was so beautiful to go to Nova's point is he said, you know, we've all been in a lot of homes and some of us have been in really beautiful homes or big homes or whatever homes, but it's the feeling that you get when you walk into a home mm-hmm. that is surrendered to Christ, where yeah. the person has home in their heart and it just mm-hmm. comes out all around them. That's really what it's all about. And it's yeah. true. And so, yeah, it's true. So joining us today also, Christina Reynolds. Hey, CR. You guys know Christina. She's, gosh, Christina has been with me on a couple of journeys through the (laughs) sessions, my sessions TV show and Girl Club. She's a singer, songwriter. Um, You know, yes, she's an incredible worship leader, as is Nova, but these girls are not limited to the box of worship music. They're truly gifted singers and songwriters in their own right. Christina also is an evangelist and a, an amazing teacher, an amazing mom and wife and sister in Christ. And hey, Christina, it's good to see you. Thank and, you for your lovely introduction. You're welcome. You're yeah. welcome, little sis. And and I hope you and Novi had a good Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms good. around the world. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Happy Mother's Day. Oh, Anna. Thank you for the little Mother's Day wish there. That's right. Happy Mother's Day to all of our sisters all around the world. We could get some stars flowing for all of you guys. Hey, sisters, we love you. All right. And last, but certainly not least, it is the blue-haired champion of evangelism. It's blue this week. (laughs) She is the queen of funny and the queen of poignant and touching and moving and... um, Christina Boudreaux, there's just not words to describe you, girl. I love the videos you send us every week. Sometimes she's saying something totally funny and irreverent, and sometimes she's just loving on us. And I'm telling you, I got your got your video from a few days ago this morning, and it just really moved my heart. And I'm I, I thank you. And and Christina is not just a gifted evangelist um, with a heart the heart of a pastor and and a leader. She's also a well-known plus-size model and a spoken word poet, which basically means she looks real fly when she's up there giving a message. (laughs) Hey, CB. What's up, guys? Glad to be back this week. Thanks for having me. Now, all four of the beauties on screen, pow. Hello, you guys. (laughs) Good to see you guys. Well, that took a long time introducing us today, you guys. I don't know what kind of a happy juice I'm on, but um, I just have to tell you. So we started last week with moving on and moving forward, right? And I, I asked some really interesting questions because when I was really praying about this, what I heard was, yeah, moving on and moving forward. That's that's a full, long dialogue because you need to know and answer some things. Like, when is it time to move on and forward? How do you know when it's time to move on and forward? What about moving on and moving forward when you don't want to? What about moving on and moving forward when it hurts or when it hurts too much to move on and forward? What about moving on and moving forward when you're just downright angry? Mm. What about moving on and moving forward when you're happy where you are and Mm. you didn't necessarily want to move on or move forward? Mm. What about moving on and moving forward just because you need a challenge, just because you feel stifled and it's time in your life to grow? What about when where you are has become so challenging or toxic that it's better to move on and move forward than remain in the mess that you're in, right? 
Oh, girl. And what about moving on and moving forward when you don't know how and when you don't know when and you don't know why sometimes and when you don't know where, like where are you moving on and moving forward to? So I just thought we would dive in and we could we could really we could pick any one of those questions um, and go for it, because I think there's a lot to unpack with this topic. And I think that for some of you out there watching who are single girls, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely not the singer in this crew. That's just. <laughs> I was hearing the anointing, Cynthia. That was the anointing saying, oh, someone shut her up. So she doesn't <laughs> sing, please. But um, so ladies, as you're coming in from around the world and, and gentlemen, and I'm, we're, we love our guys who are watching us regularly. I just want to say good afternoon. We've got an age. Oh, Adrienne. <laughs> and hi, Adrienne. Mm-hmm. Yes, we had a blessed Mother's Day. I did. Did you? And I get to so celebrate good. it again on Thursday when my son gets here. So yesterday I, was kind of my husband and I and a couple of my good guy friends but who are nowhere near as great as my son, but whatever. I took what I could get on a Sunday. Um, hi, Miche. It's good to see you. Hi, Pamela Lee. How are you? Pamela. Hey, Pamela. Is that your homegirl CD? That's my homegirl, dude. Homegirl watches every week. She's mine. Uh, yay, Pamela. Pick it up on the sisters. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's right. Because we're all stars. Thank you, Anna. That's right. Yeah. So moving on and moving forward. Christina, go for it. I see, I see you. <laughs> Okay, I have a funny story. I've really only told like maybe one person this since I've been back from tour, but it's funny, kind of sad. Hold on. No one, Christina, we might need popcorn. Popcorn? (laughs) No, it is. It's it's funny, but hilarious. Okay, so it's just, I won't, I probably won't say it any other way candidly as I'm doing on this. Actually, I don't think I've really told anyone this other than my Hoosers team, but it's so, because they were there to witness it. So long story short, um, Every time we're on tour, boys are never like, I'm not like looking right for a guy being on tour because I'm just like, you know, but I had so many people in the season that are like, Christina, we feel like it's coming. We feel like as you're just out there doing it, that God's going to like drop someone. And I'm like, cool, dude. As an end, <laughs> gonna drop end. someone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, pretty much like, as I'm focused yeah. on the Lord, that the Lord's going to yeah. bring someone, right? Yeah. So one of the guys on our whosoever's team, his name is Kyle, super cool guy. Like he's dating someone like, like he is, he was up at the church in NorCal where we were at and, um, you know, skater, all this stuff. And his buddy who I'm going to speak candidly on this, cause this is not going to go anywhere. People, no one's going to watch this. It's funny. Okay. So he, so his good friend who I met once before at one of our skate, it's, it's actually his best friend. He, um, is, I think he's 28. His name is Aaron Silk, so, and it's fine, dude. No one's going to listen to this. Um, Pamela, I hope you're, this is comedy for you because I know it's comedy for me. Um, oh, I know it's public, but like no one, dude, it's fine. It's going to encourage people. So he is like getting his master's, right? Like at Talbot School of Theology, like at Biola, um, all this stuff. And so I remember meeting him once at one of our skate events and I was just like, oh, okay, that's Aaron, right? And then when we, so we had like, I'm talking from a Friday to a Wednesday, t- a ton of events that we did. By the time Wednesday came, me and one of my, te- like, who's our teammates, right before we had to go up to speak, we're looking at each other and we were like, dude, like, we're like so tired, right? 
And then we had a global leaders conference. We had a booth at that we were going to be connecting with people at for 3000 global leaders around the country at Bayside church up in um, Granite Bay for two days. So by the time Friday night hit after the conference, we were just like tapped out, you know? So I'm tapped out and then Friday comes and I'm just, I've poured everything out, whatever. Right. And then my friend, my friend, Kyle, his friend, Aaron walks up to our booth and we just start talking. And I just was like, Oh, this guy's cool. I'm not really into white boys like that, you know, but he was like a handsome white guy who loves the Lord. We start talking about books, you know, like all this stuff. <laughs> I'm not really into white guys, but <laughs> you know, we just we just had a soul connection, okay, or what I thought was a soul connection. So, um, oh Lord Jesus, help us, <laughs> no, dude. This is so funny, okay. So I would just, I just start talking to him about no, 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 no. It's not. It's just like it's just not my flavor, you know. He kind of is. He kind of reminds me more of like a like a kind of I don't know. Like he's just not my what my style. I'm very rough around the edges. He's very kind of more like chill. If I'm you know? not. No, I, but the last guy that you dated was white. Right. Also. We, we didn't date Cynthia. We were hanging out. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, okay we're, yeah, we're but moving you were forward. into we're him. Forward. You were so into I him. have to, I would go on record as saying, Pamela, we're dying also in a little nervous, Pamela. Just so I'm you one, know. I'm 100% nervous. <laughs> Just no, 100%. This no, no, this is funny. This is funny. Okay. So you anyways, are all, are all oh, the stars oh, aligning for you guys. No, nothing's aligning. That's the whole point about moving on. Nothing aligned. Okay. Oh, so let me okay. tell you the story. So, <laughs> nothing aligned. <laughs> so the next day, this is funny. Okay. My whole, all the guys on his favorite team are all laughing at like, now we laugh about the situation. So Friday comes around and we're just sitting there. And one of my youth girls had come with me on the trip and she's like, Christina, I don't know why, but I just feel like it's going to happen for you like soon. Okay. And I was like, yeah, like me too. You know, she's like, no, like, I really feel like from the Lord, it's going to happen soon. I'm like, okay. Two minutes later, I get a call from Ryan Reese. He's like, Hey, Christina, um, we have this like meeting. Cause we had, we were meeting leaders from all over the country. People are wanting to do lunch meetings, dinner meetings. He's like, Hey, can you drive to this? Like, that they're doing this big dinner meeting at these like pastors houses down the street. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm looking at this point, like it's not one of my best days. I'm looking kind of crusty. My hair was in a top bun. It had not been washed in over a week and a half. It was just gnarly. Okay. Like my, it just was not one of my best days. I roll up to the house and I'm just like meeting people, whatever. And then I end up sitting so yeah, and I was talking to this one girl. She was like, "Yeah, I'm getting married in a month and a half," and I was like, "That's cool." And we were just talking about our Pinterest boards of things we want for our wedding. I was like, "Yeah, dude." I was like, "I already got what?" Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm only listen, girls around the world. <laughs> you, if you if you're if you're new, you gotta hang with this because this always ends up someplace very moving with Christina. It's just yeah, we're yeah, on a ride now. Moving. So yeah, it's moving. It's moving. Okay, it's and moving. She, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> she says like you know you know, you never know your husband might be here. And I was like, okay, whatever. Right. Not thinking anything. So at that point I'm just tapped. So I sit at a table with my friend, Kyle, who's like on my who's service team. We're just chopping it up about the week and how the tour went, all this stuff. And his friend Aaron sits down and then home. I'm talking with Kyle about just like our stuff. And then Aaron pops in and he was just like, Christina, every time I hear you talk, you know, you always sound like this, this, and this, and homeboy starts like, and it was just like, you know, you sound tired from the week and just trying to do ministry better, longevity, all this stuff. So homeboy, dude, 
pretty much like I had like like starts like like when you, you when you have like a soul connection with someone that's what I thought it was okay start speaking into like my life like there's a deep connection we take the conversation to the kitchen Ryan Reese is getting seconds on tacos Brian has never seen me talk to a boy like I was talking to homeboy or has seen an interaction like that and this guy's standing like like this close to me having this conversation just like speaking into my soul like not knowing me starts being able to it was just crazy soul connection okay whatever we take the conversation out to the parking lot homeboy tells me before he leaves he was like yeah you need someone in your life that you could just be undone and be yourself with gives me a full-on like frontal hug and then i almost passed out in the parking lot of the because <laughs> this girl who typically only dates black and brown boys is really feeling this white boy <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude. And he, and dude, I was like, I was like, this guy's like staring into my soul. Okay. Deep connection, all this stuff. Right. So I get in the car, I go back to the church. And then like one of my other buddies, like Tom knows this guy. Right. And I was just like, Hey, like, you know, and he was, and so he, him and Ryan saw the whole thing. So long story short, he's like inquiring for me. This is like junior high. If, if, Aaron is single or dating anyone. And he's like, but you know what, Christina, this guy is very solid. So if Tom approved, that's a good thing. Cause he has high standards for me. My boys do, you know what I'm saying? And then he was just like, you know, Christina, this guy's awesome. So I think for me, you know, they're even like, you know, like, like, you, like, you know what you're worth, you know what I'm saying? And so long story short, Ryan and Tom were like, we're going to suss this guy out for you. They didn't suss him out for me. They were tapped out right so on the drive home our tour manager i was like hey text kyle and ask him about his friend like total junior high not even junior high this is like fifth grade okay (laughs) so he texts him like hey i heard that christina and your buddy had a connection like what's happening oh no i'm so nervous and then his his buddy kyle and then our friend kyle just totally played dumb then he was just like oh well like Ryan and Tom saw them talking and, you know, we, they've never seen Christina talk to a guy like that. So they just want to know, like, he's like, I just want to know if you have any Intel. I don't think he has any Intel. What it boils down to is the Lord was like, no, Christina, this is not what I have for you. So all I have to say is that on Saturday I get home and I was expecting this guy to be like, or at least our friend to be like, Oh, he thought Christina was amazing. They had a connection, like all this stuff. Because I thought I had a connection with this guy. But honestly, looking back now, it was was nothing. Okay, I was tired. And it was the Holy Spirit ministering to me. But I was like, this guy's cool. Whatever. So even when I got home Saturday, I was just like, did I just get like, like, not like rejected, but rejected, right? Because I don't know. Like my friend, because my buddy was like, you know, Christina, he literally could have not known, like, he literally could not know anything. We just had a whole week of ministry. He probably could have not talked to his friend because he literally was like, I don't know. Christina hasn't talked to me about it. So she hasn't talked to me. Like, I don't know anything, you know? And so, but either way, a part of me was like hoping that maybe after that conversation I had with this guy that maybe he would have been like, hey, let's get coffee or something. And when it didn't happen, I genuinely was just like, Cause I was like, Lord, you're saying that someone, you have someone for me. So I ended up calling one of my really good friends on my service team, Noah. And we just like talked it out. And he was just like, Christina, 
I think your heart was wanting, you know, some type of acceptance. Your heart was wanting something from even this guy that you only had one encounter with to say like, oh, Christine is cool or this or that. But he was just like, just be okay. Even if that doesn't happen, the fact that you were open, the fact that you were willing to just like have a connection with someone like God is showing you how to have that and to continually have an open heart moving forward because God could just be giving you a pulse check so that when, because with guys, I'm very like, I'm either shut down or I'm open to who God has for me. But in, and so after that, I was just like, forget boys. I don't need that. Like, I'm just going to focus on the Lord in ministry. But the Lord in the season is like, no, I want you to focus on me, serve me, but have an open heart for who I could have for you. And so I think just with any situation in life, especially if a single girl's out there, you might be into someone. And realistically, I even told my friends like on Friday, I was like, you know, I don't think I'm this guy's type. I'm tattooed with colored hair. He wouldn't even fit in with their whosoever squad. He's like kind of square. And I'm very like colorful for him, you know, but that's okay. You know what I'm saying? And if he genuinely was like, hey, I'm not really into her like that. Like I need to be okay with that and not take that as a rejection and, yeah. and and tear myself down and being able to move forward and be like, yo, I'm good. Like that was a cool conversation we had and whatever. And honestly, today, like yesterday and today, I was like not even thinking about it. I think at the time I was just like, oh, like this guy's handsome. Yeah. He's like, you know, I thought he was like very attractive. We had a connection. If nothing went with it, that's okay. You simply just say, you know, I'm good and you move on. But I think with so many girls, when a guy or girl disappoints them, we'll just, well, these are only women on the show. When a guy disappoints them, they're so hung up on what they thought was going to be. They're so hung up on, you know, a past relationship or a past heartbreak that they're never able to move forward. But when you're confident in the Lord and you know your value in the Lord, if, even for, in my position, like if this guy's not into me, which honestly through the text thread kind of sounds like in a nice way, he's basically saying, I don't have any intel, but it's basically him just being like, you know, Christina, like, I don't think it's going to happen. I find like, move on. <laughs> move, move on, on from the thought. Move forward. Yeah, yeah. Move on from the thought. Yeah. That, I was just like, cool, dude, I'm good, but I'm not going to sit at home and tear myself down and be like, oh, I'm going to change myself. Yeah. And why was mm -hmm. I not like his type? It's like, no, dude, like I have a flavor. He has a flavor. If I'm not his like, pralines and pecan that's okay and he's not my like mixed you know flavor that's okay but i just think with, with the single girls with the single ladies if you're having problems moving forward from a past heartbreak or a recent breakup or a guy that you thought was going to be it dude just don't beat yourself up move forward and know that God has his best for you and don't look back and think what could have happened or try to change yourself to try to prove to a guy that you're his type. Cause in that, cause honestly, after that, I was like, no worries. I'm not going to sit here trying to change myself to be what this guy wants me to be like, I'm good, you know? And so I don't know if that made sense or that wasn't really deep. But Christina, it, was, no, it, it does. Christina, it always, it, you yeah. know, I tell you, it always yeah. closes full circle with you back to Jesus. That's the yeah. thing that I love about you and your relationship with the Lord, because yeah. honestly, it made a lot of sense. Cause look, yeah. the reality is every relationship and situation that we're in carries a certain level of interpersonal, emotional rejection. If, if, yeah. if the experience or the right. person doesn't turn out to be what we want them to be. Mm -hmm. So it's on us then at that point 
to carry offense or hurt or get into insecurity or, yeah. or some sort of fear or judgment of ourselves as not enough or needing to change or what, but you're right. And the reality is moving on and moving forward can be in a moment. Just, you had an evening, you met somebody. Oh, nope. Got to move on from that thought. It's not for me. You know, yeah. it can be in a moment or it can be something that's been a, ye- you know, years of process, you know, mm-hmm. and, and even if it's years of process and no, you've been going through something that has been years processing, right. And years, years. in the making, yeah. right. But mm-hmm. it's interesting because at the end of the day, you and Christina still have the same cross and all of you watching. So try to follow me here. You still have the same crossroad to confront in your own emotions, in how you move on and move forward from the door shut, the, 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 it's not even a rejection. It's just well, first of all, man's rejection is usually God's protection. I, I Girl, believe you that better pray. Girl, you yeah, better yeah, pray yeah, that girl. word. Yeah, I, I mean, I do. I believe that. I, I and I did. I didn't even get a mic drop on that. Where's my Where's my sorry <laughs> mic drop? I mean, can, yeah. Can I get something? Because it's really true. Man's yeah. rejection is is. I can look back in my yeah. life, you guys, and you you know, all weekend we've been talking about noticing the hand of God moving in your life, Mm -hmm. noticing how he's constantly been telling a story and weaving a fabric together of all of your experiences Mm -hmm. and people. And if you're able to stay focused on God in all this stuff, you are truly able to, man, to grow and to receive the full measure of his success that he has for you. And because God is a good father and he means well for us. And if he needs to make a, a guy reject you, quote unquote, or, or an experience reject you or a church reject you or whatever it is, reject you in order to protect you and move you into his destiny and his yeah. calling, then what I always say is, okay, God, start closing the doors. You know, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, one of my prayers is always God close every door you don't want me to walk through so I can see the open door because I'm too stupid to mm-hmm. have a lot of choices. I may mm-hmm. choose the wrong door. Same. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Lord. yeah, when he makes it obvious for us, you know, it's on us then to, uh, you know, yeah, we need to have some God confidence, ladies. And and that is honestly, I think, so much a part of everyone's experience is that we don't have enough God confidence in who we are to be able to move on and move forward, knowing that we're enough and we're yeah. okay. And it wasn't our fault. And there, you know, whatever was, if you're rooted in the Lord, if there was some fault or some lessons, you're going to learn them anyway. You're going to be open. You're going to ask that question. God, where did I fall short in this? A lot of times the Lord's going to say you didn't fall short. Oh, okay. So that's just not for me. Right. It's just not for you. Okay. I mean, I'm cool with what's not for me as determined by the Lord. Do you want what's not for you? If God doesn't think it's for you, I don't. Yeah. That's so good, Cynthia. I mean, I'm just sitting back here just listening to this wisdom and honestly just thinking why am I even talking? <laughs> like what, what, what would I even have to say? But I, I, you know, 
when I think about all the things that, you know, I've recently um, been walking through, I, I personally am in a situation right now where I'm still super in shock with um, kind of what I'm going through. So I, there's a little bit of just like a Teflon pan. Uh, like, I feel like Teflon, like things are just falling off me. And I actually do think that's the Lord's protection because it is so easy to get offended when you're in a situation and you're totally just blindsided and then you can just get angry and you know, all this stuff. But honestly, like I'm in this place where I feel the protection of God. I feel the, I feel resilient. I feel grateful. I feel Mm. excited and none of it should feel that way. I can, and I can only think, Lord, this must be you. Cause it for sure is not my humanity. It's not me. It's not that I'm rad or like, just have all my stuff together. I'm just like, yeah. whoa, wow. I, I can't even believe it. You know, the thing that I've been experiencing for about a week and a half, but God showed me a couple of things. He's really been speaking to me about David and Saul. And I, I heard this quote that God will put a Saul in your life to teach you how to not treat people when he promotes you and Mm. right. And, you know, David had the opportunity to kill Saul, but you know what happened? And and which honestly, you guys, it kind of breaks my heart, but I I think about that story and I realized that Paul didn't, Saul didn't listen. Sorry, not Paul. Saul didn't listen. Saul didn't hear God. He didn't listen. And Saul ended up falling on his own sword. Mm. And I'm like, it didn't need to be this way, Saul. Mm. Wow. It didn't need to be this way. You know, and so there are times when we walk through these valleys of the shadow of death, but really God is just walking us through to the other side um, into a whole new place. And um, you know, I, I feel like I'm indefinitely in a season where I have peace and, you know, whether it's whatever God is doing in this moment, the only place I really want to be is with him. Like the yeah. only place I'm finding joy is in his word and in prayer. Like that he's my go-to. And I do want to say this, the enemy always wants to cut us off at the knees so that we reject the love of Christ. But you know what? I feel so when bad things happen. And even that rejection that you talk about, Christina, Christina, Cynthia, yeah, I'm like, man, like I am so running to the arms of the father. Like I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to be out of alignment I don't want to be hateful. I don't desire any of that. None of that makes me more beautiful on the inside, you know, because all that stuff manifests. And, and, and I will say this, we all walk through really challenging things and it's hard to move forward. And there is a grief process. And I want to acknowledge that's very real that you have to go through the stages of grief when you've experienced challenging things and relationships. I remember having a, a, a a really good girlfriend who I had to move forward from because she Mm. was extremely toxic. And you guys, that was so challenging. She did things that were like crazy girl stuff. And I, I, the Lord was like, you got to move on. You have to move forward, you know? Uh, So 
everything I'm currently walking through, I honestly, I, I have peace and it's unexplainable. And I think that is the part that is our God. He is the peace giver and maker and he is the sustainer of life. So I hope that sounds like not too confusing and, and I know I'm not divulging, you know, all my mess or whatever. No, but But, listen, you can't right now. So I get it. Yeah. So I, I, you know, that, that being said, you know, when we go through these tumultuous times, um, I, I, I do think the enemy hates us. We all know that we're all kingdom builders. Everybody on this screen, the women watching, the men watching, we, we want to be builders of the kingdom and the enemy wants nothing more to set us on the shelf, to make us bitter and take us out, you know, yeah. but we are, we are the sons and daughters of the most high. We know who we yeah. are. We know who our father is. We know that he has got a good and beautiful plan. We become surrendered people. You know, we, we, we want to be those kids are in alignment and walking with God. And it's, it's simple. It's not easy. And I know you probably heard me say that a million times, like it, there's a simplicity, but it's not easy. We need the help of Jesus. We need the Holy spirit to walk us through these fires. Yeah. You know, we need his yeah. help. Yeah. But I, for one, honestly, I think I'm just like, I am tender, but I'm also tough. And I was like, the devil does not get to have like any real estate in my mind. He doesn't get mm. to have my heart. He doesn't get it. He did. He cannot have me. He yeah. can't have my heart. He can't have real estate in my brain, in my heart, in my mind. Yeah. I just am kind of like refusing to believe his garbage. Yeah. You want to know what's really interesting about what you're saying? Because one of the things I, I was I was really getting in prayer was, you know, how do you move on when you're angry? Right. And, and honestly, when there's anger, you can't you, you, you're in a you're in an in-between. You can't move forward. Right. Sure. So and, so but you really can't yeah. move on. You can, you know, when you're there's anger. So you're yeah. kind of stuck in this in-between and moving on and moving forward can be two complete separate dialogues, right? Because yeah. you may know that you need to move on from something, but but then how do you move forward to the thing and what's the thing that you're moving forward to and how do you figure it out, right? But it's interesting because anger is an interesting phenomenon anyway. When you're angry, you know, there's a reason why God explains to, to you know, in the Bible, uh, don't let the sun go down on your anger lest ye give place to the devil. And this is, I believe this is what he told to Saul in his jealousy of David. I mean, basically, I mean, he was jealous. He was envious of David. You know, David's got, you know, Saul has his thousands, but David's got his 10,000s. You know, so here's the man that's been the king. He's been the leader. He's been the guy. And then this other little dude comes out of left field. And now all of a sudden, even though, as the king, you know, I really need this guy to lead my army or to be my front man or to come work with me, but I'm really threatened by him also because he's like, he's like really dope and he's a star and I kind of don't want him to outshine me. I mean, that's mm-hmm. really what yeah. it is, guys. Yeah. I mean, this David and Saul situation happens to many of us in our lives, period. Sure. And it's, and it is deep because God says to Saul, I mean, I think about how faithful God was to Saul, you oh, know, yeah. like, Saul, you were, you're the king, right? But yo, don't let the sun go down on your anger, lest you give place to the, to the devil. Now, 
what the word is in the in the in the Greek, I believe I don't I believe it's the Greek, not the Hebrew, is topos, topography. What God is saying there biblically, if you really get into the scripture and 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 break into the actual words and what they mean in this particular part of scripture, God's literally saying, when you, us, okay, so personalize it, when you go to sleep at night with anger. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Don't go to sleep with your anger. You are literally giving topography. You're giving an area of territory in your heart, in your life, in your mind to the devil. Mm. Try to move forward with the devil owning a piece of the geography of your entire life. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do it. That's what honestly, Cynthia, that's why I'm like, I don't, I'm not giving up my real estate. I'm right. not giving it up. Right. You no way. Yeah. I'm not giving up the real estate here. Yeah. Forget yeah. about it. Yeah. Because yeah. moving, we tend to, it's interesting. And I think a lot of us tend to interpret moving on from something, you know, and moving forward into something else as like, we don't even see the moving forward, right? If someone says to you, you're going to move forward and that's all they say. I mean, what, what happens to me? All of a sudden I'm filled with hope and expectation and forward. Yeah. That means onward advance. That means forward is like forward. It's not backwards, right? It's not stuck right here. It's forward. So it's great. And it sounds great. But when you say moving on, what happens when the, oh, it's time to move on. Whoa. All of a sudden now the words that start to play over in your head and in your spirit are moving on. Oh, I'm fearful. Uh, nervous, anxious, moving on yeah. to what? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh no, yeah. what does that mean? Am I going to have enough provision? Am I going to be able to right. survive? All of a sudden it brings a whole different amount of stuff up inside of you. And you've got to really be able to understand on a gut level, a visceral level, spiritually, what's happening in order to move on yeah. And move forward with yeah. the same hope, anticipation, expectation, joy, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, you know what? Yeah. I, you know what, too? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, Christina, but I, I'm looking at like life right now and I'm like, this is the land of opportunity for the Lord to show who He is. I'm like, yeah. I feel like. You know what? God has never, ever left any of us. He has not. Mm -mm. And if we, we can really believe that when things are going beautiful and everything feels like, you know what? This is a pretty low bow right here. This is life is good. We've got, you know, blah, 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 kitchen table and people sit at it and we're like, everything feels so pretty. But when, when the other stuff goes on, I think that's when we can, we have the opportunity to become fierce and, yeah. you know, like I, I, I have, we all have to feel that ourselves. We have to move forward in that ourselves. Like no one can tell you to be that you, like this is part of the process and learning and transformation in life. All of us are going to go through garbage that we feel like we're either going to get moved on. We're not, we're not going to move. Like we're all going to go through this. And it is literally what we do in the interim and what we do in the transition is, is the most powerful time. It is the most important time. It's everything. Cause it's everything. How you move on 
determines how you move forward. Okay. Oh, how Say you it again. On, how you move on determines how you move forward. So you better move on with a pure heart. You better move yeah. on with an open mind. Yeah. You better mm. move on with, with faith, you know, you better move on with faith and you better move on. And, you know, I'm a bridge torture by nature in Christ. I'm able to move on mm. and leave all the bridges in my life intact. I can only do that by holding on to my father's hand because I, you know, if I were left to my own devices, I would move on and burn the house down. Cause usually when I move on, it's, it, it's for a reason. Totally. I, I don't move on because we are the same. Me. We are yes, the same. Yes. Me and the, me and the lady in red, you know, it's like, no, okay, I, since time have, to move on. You're all dead. In my you know? flesh, in my you're flesh, I'm me. exactly like you. Exactly. So don't even get that twisted. Yes, exactly. I mean, get it twisted. I think all of us right. are like, burn it down. Like, right. The They're flesh, wrong. It's it was easy. Me. It's that's yeah. easy. That is yeah, the easy thing easy. to do. That's the yes. easy thing. But we're the not called to easy. Thing, we're not called to easy. The challenging thing yeah. is to move into growth. Now, yeah. I want to acknowledge there is anger. There's stuff we we can, we have to get out. We have to acknowledge it because if we don't, all we're doing is shoving that down. But that doesn't mean you tell everybody in the world all your garbage. You you get help. You seek wise counsel. You surround yourself with people that Pray and love forgive. you. Which, pl- yes, Pray and you know, but, but yeah, in the flesh, all of us want to burn the house down. We want yeah. to burn the bridges, the ha- all of it. Yeah. But, but like, but what you said is like, it is not, you, us moving on in a healthy way is, is the best way. It is the growing way. It is yeah. the way of being women who are determined yeah. to be Christ-like. La right. Chiquita Rosa. You've been very, so, very quiet this morning. Well, I'm very angry. I'm just going to put it that way. So I've just been like soaking in everything that you guys have been saying. And um, I think your segue, Cynthia, into just how do you move on when you're angry? How do you move on when this, that, and the other? And you like don't want to move on. And then I'm just kind of like thinking through all of that. Um, not to divulge anything, but, um, I realized that like, even like over the last year, I thought that I was in process of forgiving and letting go. And I felt like little spurts of like freedom in my heart. And then we kind of talked about, wow, if you drive by a building, you get triggered. There's something wrong. (laughs) Work through that. And, um, actually just recently, cause I had been feeling just overcome with like, I just suppressed. I don't even know why literally like zero awareness because I'm like everything in my life is going good my relationships are good work is good my family's good but I am not good there's something wrong with me to where I wake up and I'm just pissed off Mm -hmm. like I just I I like run into the cabinet and I'm just like yelling at it you know you know I'm just like I'm just like on on (laughs) with the windows (laughs) (laughs) right even this morning I'm like oh my gosh like anyways I'm not even going into it and then (laughs) My husband, who's always just the great, like, points things out that I don't see. He was like, I am so scared of where you're going because you are so bitter. And I was like, what are you talking about? I have been forgiving (laughs) this, that, and the other. I've been moving on. And I realized as we're sitting here, I'm like, oh, when the way that I move on is I'm like, oh, you're dead to me. Bye. (laughs) Like, you're dead. 
Mm. You're just not in my life anymore. It's cool. Life is good. And I can, it can be me and Jesus. And like, I'm just, don't even, don't even look at me. Don't even talk to me. I'm going to avoid you at all costs, which well, is not I correct. the cords up both ends. <laughs> Bridge it's torture. Right, right. So I, I resonate with that. But I will say what, what you said about, it was so important in the way that you move on. Because yeah. I'm realizing I cannot move forward until I move on in a healthy, godly way. And like, I have yeah. to, and I think the reason why moving on is so scary is because you have to let go. You have to let go. I have to let go of my, my right to judge the people who have offended me. I have to let go of like all these experiences that I've had with like a certain amount of people and go, I have to let go of so many things that are not even on them that are me. I, I didn't realize how hard it's been. I've sat down. I've been like trying to forgive this one person. Like I, it's gotten to the point where I'm just like, God, I don't want to, but please help me. Like help me want to like, and like what you're saying about like, like, like I've, I realized I've given all this topography to the devil and that's why I'm not happy. That's right. why I'm not living free. But it's like right. that moving on and realizing it's not because it's scary to like, okay, let's just go on and let go. But like, I have to let go of my desire to just cut people off. I have to let go of my desire to like punish people in my own way. I have to let go of my own rights of what I think should be done. Right. Ah, It's like so painful. Right. I'm I'm amening what you guys are saying. Girl, I'm like walk the plank (laughs) off with their heads kind of person. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness. We're burning bridges and off with their head. I'm like, who are we? I know, I know. Well, well, ladies. Yeah. Like self-preservation, protect myself. And at the end of the day, it comes down to the fact that like, I'm like, wow, do I really believe that God's good, that God's my defender, that, that God has the best Mm -hmm. for me, that like his design of forgiveness and like, and restoration is perfect. Like, I clearly don't because I'm still like, uh, well, well go, look, yeah. And, and, and honestly, <laughs> in understanding, sometimes you can go, well, I, I must not believe this, but some, I think honestly, equally as important is it's not necessarily just that you don't believe that God has something better. You don't believe that God is, is, is the one who's closing the door to, you know, to protect you, to move you forward. It's not necessarily that you don't just believe that it's that you're stuck in an emotion that will not allow you to move on because you are chained to that experience and those people who are behind you. And I got to, you know, Miche, I think writes it right here. And this is why you guys, I know a lot of you watch on one place or light source, but I really am inviting you and encouraging you um, to start moving over and watching us. At, uh, on the YouTube, on Cynthia Garrett Ministries YouTube channel, please like subscribe to us and watch us there because then, you know, I can, we can deal with your comments and your questions more in real time, which we really want to do. And, um, and, and I just think it's a, such an interactive experience also on, um, we'll be on Rumble soon, but you can go to the website too, CynthiaGarrett.org. But the, so Chris, I really want to read this. Miche says, and Christina, I know you know this, but this is pretty deep. I suppose it's about dying to self and letting go of ego yet again. My usual bugbear. If I give it all to God, I should be able to move on and out of toxic relationships, question mark. Not easy though. True. And, and, and I think we, yes, it's about dying to self and letting go of ego. But I think 
that the ability to do the, those things is also rooted in an understanding of what those things do to you. So you understand in a way why God wants you to do those right. things. And so yeah. for me, it was understanding what that anger really meant. And when mm -hmm. my husband told, explained to me years ago, he's like, look, when you go to bed with that anger, you are literally giving territories. Those territories that you're giving to the enemy in your heart and in your mind may, may be the territories of your greatest blessing. It yes. may be the territories yeah. where God's trying to move you forward into, but, but if you go there with that anger, you'll just blow up the thing that you've been praying for, for years. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I agree uh, Cynthia, that. it's so hundred percent. You know what? I, like a number of years ago, like probably, I don't know, maybe it was four or five. I went through a super hurtful, uh, ministry experience. And honestly, Cynthia, I was angry. You got my phone calls. I was angry. I was bitter. I was destroyed. I felt lied to. I felt, I, I mean, I was really hurting and I think I pretended that I was okay, but you know what happened mm -hmm. to me? It came out in my skin. It manifested in my body. I had oh experienced trauma yes. And it came out yeah. and I needed so much help, but I was so scared to ask for it because the church ends up being so not there. Yeah. And yeah. I had to work through all of that, you know, yeah. but that anger and that bitterness that came out that I took it in and it ended up manifesting and I had to take ownership of that piece. Yeah. yeah. I had that, to, that cause that, it was, it was making me sick. Yes. So I had, was it right? What happened? hundred percent. Not right. It wasn't yeah. kind. It wasn't good. It wasn't no. lovely. It wasn't any of those things, but the, uh, what I did was also not good. Right. And it wasn't right. good for my soul. Right. And right. it did me not reap a harvest that I, I, what I really wanted of my life. It stole life from me. It, and yeah, I yeah. had to take, I had you, to take that on. You right. were stuck. Right. You were stuck in the in-between. And I that's the thing. The in-between is that space between moving on and moving forward. Yeah. And yeah. trust me, if you're stuck in the in-between, you can't help but continually get angry at what yeah. you can't move on from yeah. because yeah. there's no angrier place than being in the wilderness stuck mm -hmm. in the in-between from yeah. the thing God delivered you or wants to deliver you from yeah. and the yeah. thing that God wants to bless you with and the place you want to go. And yeah. Christina, and you know what? It was surrender. All of it was surrender. I, mm -hmm. I hang my hat on like, you may not get it all right all the time, but just moving from this to this, Mm. is everything oh. yeah and you know you guys like even mm -hmm. you know i went through something um like last month you know the miss pamela lee shout out um knew about and and you guys know about too but it's not going to talk about on here um that honestly when i go through things in my life there has to be something where you have to make a hard press forward if that involves you needing to unfollow, unfriend people on mm -hmm. social media, Ooh, like if it involves, wait, like, back up, 
Yes. Hard when you press- go through some things in life, you need yeah. to make a hard press forward. Yes. Which may include unfriending, unliking, and not following. Yes. People on social media. It could be you removing yourself from ministry situations, from friend groups, mm. from dynamics, because there's times where you literally have to make a hard press forward. Like in this yeah. situation, Miss Pamela Lee knows about. I had to aggressively remove myself from a situation that you guys also know about that where I was going to be surrounded by toxicity, people living in rebellion, people that were not aligned with God's will, people that were dropping the ball with their responsibilities mm-hmm. um, and surrounded by a very unhealthy environment, you know, for me personally and people. So I just made a hard press forward unapologetically. And when people questioned, I don't apologize. I'm like, I'm busy. I have too much going on in this season. I need to focus on Christ. And I'm in a season of ministry where I could be picky with the ministry God has like with what is put in front of me, where it's like, I'm not going to throw my pearls before swine. And I think sometimes when you need to make a hard press forward and you're in a, a hurtful, you're coming from a hurtful situation, you need to remove yourself from like ground zero. Sometimes mm-hmm. something explodes. You need to remove yourself physically, yeah. emotionally, yeah, spiritually. Yeah. If that involves also for social healing. Media. So yeah, for yeah. healing. So you're not for seeing yourselves. Um, so you're not seeing like any of that. Sometimes you need to, and you need to remove yourself from, and you need to surround yourself with life-giving people. So for me, that in- involved um, on the, on a Friday night, you know, Pamela Lee took me, you know, I think it was good Friday, Pam, that we, you know, went down to Ventura Harbor, you know, and we had lunch together, dinner together. It involved me on Easter driving almost two hours to hang out with my whosoever's team because I knew that was, that would be life-giving for me. I made a hard press forward. I got on the calls and you guys got, got those text messages all with people I needed to get on calls with to help reposition the ship of my heart, you know, from here to here to start sailing in a completely different direction. Cause if I did, cause I know when I go through things, I go down the list. It's like, I remove myself and I talk to these people. I do these things so that what would have taken me probably two months, I was actually able to do in two days. Amen. And I made a hard press forward cause Amen. I wasn't willing to settle with surrounding myself or being around people. Even, you know, in the last couple of days, I had to choose that I was not going to be around this dynamic for my own mental and spiritual mm-hmm. and physical yeah. well-being because I'm in Boundaries. a battle. Yeah. I so admire that. Christina, yeah. I got to tell you, I admire yeah. that at your, at your young tenderoni age to be yeah. able, no, seriously, yeah. to be able to yeah. know who you are enough and be confident enough in it to mm-hmm. say, okay, I may want this, but I, I, I got to draw the line because this is not right for me. Cause I got to tell you, I, I mean, I wasted a good number of years in my twenties and early thirties just saying, okay, well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to stay in this toxic thing. That's not aligned, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that was because of my own, you know, issues and low self-esteem or, you know, looking for love in all the wrong places, you know? And, um, you know, for, I think for many years, just the inability to look at my own brokenness caused me to stay stuck in the in-between, between between Mm -hmm. moving on, you know, from 
the things or the emotions that were controlling my life. I'm moving forward to the place that God had for me, the place of my destiny. And, and I know that that is, that's what so many believers around the world go through. And, yeah. and we shouldn't. We should be in the place where we can quickly, like you're saying, Christina, you went from what would have taken you two years to two months to two days. You know, mm -hmm. that's where we've got to be. We've got to learn to edit much faster mm -hmm. as believers. That's good. We got to yeah. learn to edit. I like that. That speaks my language with like editing yeah. colors of books, like Roy G. Biv this baby, like put it in <laughs> order. Let's do it. Right. Let's color right. code the snot out of this. Yeah. And yeah. That, that is, that's super helpful. I think honestly, I'm sitting here going, yep, that's wisdom. Being able to go, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to do that because it's not good for my heart. It's not where I need to be. Yeah. And the, the one thing too, that I want to just like, let us remember about the in-between time is I think it's the most amazing time to really look for God. All of a sudden he'll bring yeah. all of these, like if it's something online, if it's a friend, if it's a test, if it's a phone call, if it's a person in the grocery store, if it's somebody that like, you know, on the side of the road with this car, like you guys, I moved to BMW the other day on the kind of one of the worst days of my life. I, this woman was stuck in the middle of my street. I saw it and the Lord's like, you better go help her. And I was like, I'm like 115 pounds. Like what, how am I going to move a BMW? And the Lord's like, I got you girl. You guys, I'm like by myself. She has a 200 pound dog in her car. I'm moving it. And I'm thinking <laughs> what? And Long story short, I end up driving the lady home. She gets her car like picked up. She, you know, and it was such a God moment. She lives all alone. She was like, blah, 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 blah. And the Lord's like, I, I, all I want you to do is be present with me. Like, look for me, like work with me. It doesn't matter what, like, just look for me. And honestly, in the in-between times, that's, we, we have to open ourselves up. I have to open myself up to just going God, show me, like, show me you, show me you. I want eyes open, ears open, show me you. Like I, that's, that's what I think the in-between time is. Cause I can wallow, <clears throat> I can get depressed. I can feel bad for myself. I can feel bad about myself, all of that. And, and I don't want to discount that there is time that we need to heal. We need to be in counseling and therapy. I never want to discount that. What I'm saying is it is easy for, it is the easiest part of my personality to go down where there is no pushback for my growth. It is much mm. harder for me to move up the stream and, and grow through these things that are going to challenge me and look for God and work it out with him and wrestle it out because that's where I'm going to grow and I'm going to transform. And you know what? I'm going to become someone who carries the presence of God in a different way. Had I not experienced this, you're going to so, truly I, you know, move on and move and, forward and yeah. move forward. So, yeah, sorry. Yeah. That was a bit of a tangent with the BMW, no. but seriously, that's a heavy no, car that's for a little really person. Good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I would, with God, we can do it. Yeah, totally. And I, I think something else that I'm realizing is, I mean, I realize that I'm like, I'm angry <laughs> and stuff, but, um, but I am like, I am seeing the growth and I am seeing this in between stage as like, I've never thought of it before. I was like, okay, moving on and then move forward. Like I, I've never thought of just that concept before. Um, yeah. But I'm also realizing that the Lord is so adamant about us um, fully embracing our identity. And part of the movie moving on is letting go of the things that I clung to that I thought were part of my identity that are not. 
And that would actually hinder me from moving forward. And so this has been mm. also like, not just a time of anger. I really do believe that anger is just as like any other trigger is, is just a little hint to be like, hmm, Christina, what's going on? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's an indicator that something is off. Yeah. You know, yeah. it isn't just like, well, that's sin. It's like, no, like yeah. something, something that I value has been disrespected, dishonored, and even like abused. So Christina. what is it? And then right. how can I grow through that? Whether it's forgiveness or it's boundaries or it's, un- I fought unfollowed like 200 people. Like I, I'm good. just saying like, I've done those things and I'm like, and, and I'm realizing, okay, I can't shame myself into going, Oh my God, there I am again. I'm just that rage monster from mm. California. You'll never get the hood out of me. <laughs> Stuff like that. But it's like, no, like no, if I can use it as a tool to grow and then, mm. and then realize, Oh my gosh, I've been, I've been living down here because I've been believing lies and the Lord is going, okay, you're angry because you're realizing now, or I'm realizing now that I've been believing all this stuff that's been pushing me down. And now I'm like wanting to break out of it. I'm going, no, I'm better than that. No, I'm capable. No, like, like I'm not going to play small anymore. And I'm realizing that that parts of the anger is bitterness and parts of the anger, just me going, I'm done. Like I'm, I I need to use this to break out and embrace who God says I am. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's right. Yes. And I'm going to talk on, I'm going to tell you both something. And I think you're both going to get this. Okay. Lay it on me. You're both, you're both, you're both singer songwriters. You're, you're artistic. I get it. I write, I do, I express my creativity in other ways. But when you're creative, I will present you with this challenge. Okay. When you're stuck in that in-between where you can't properly move on, so you're really not able to move forward into where God's calling you, how's it working for your creative process? Oh, my God. Have you, no, I have I already not. know. You have not have written not in written forever. Song. I have not written a song in a year. And that's why my husband was like, Christina, something's wrong. You're not being yourself. You're not right. And I'm literally going, well, because I'm not, I'm, I'm not inspired. Like, da, da, da. and he's like, that's because something is off. Like, that's okay, can okay. I share something? Can I share? Bingo. That is exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I have. Okay, oh, this is so hard because I'm in an in between, and I do want to say this: in the coming weeks, I'm going to need you guys. I'm going to need to be here. Amen. Don't let my rah rah fool you, right? No. Like, I know God. I love God. I serve him. I bless his name, but I am human. Mm-hmm. So I am going to say this. I've gone through a whole bunch of garbage, mm-hmm. but you know what? God released two songs in me mm-hmm. in the, in the worst days of my life this past week Two. They'll probably, and you know what? It was just for him and me, but he released it in me because I was like, I am done and I'm undone, you know, but prior to this, you guys, I couldn't get a song out of my heart. Mm, I couldn't. I I had all these voice memos, you know, and things in these little moments, but as a whole, I couldn't finish a song And, and you're right. You're right, Cynthia. And what are you both anointed to do through your worship and your songs and your music? I mean, hello, I've seen both of you. 
I've seen the anointing flow through both of you. I mean, I, I met Christina, you know, in a, in, in, because I went to the prayer room, you know, to a prayer room to hear her lead a worship set and was just like, whoa. And I've been in a car, Christina, with your first album on, you know, I told you in Miami and, and Lenny as in Kravitz looked at me and said, who's this girl? And I was like, oh, that's my girl, Christina. And he's like, is wow, she's just so soulful and jazzy and bluesy. And, and I was like, it's worship music. And he's like, that's worship music? He's like, whoa, that's the only worship music that I will I would listen to. That's like really Girl, good. you better take that to the bank, Christina Reynolds. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm like, and 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 I know so no, and I gotta tell you, the reason I share this story and C B had to you guys, just so you know, C B had to log off and jump on in the car because um And I have to leave really quick because I got a meeting, but yeah, we we've we've run a little over time, but I will tell you, I say this only to say this. Christina, at the point in time which Lenny Kravitz, who is an incredible artist, complimented and validated the depth and incredible incredibleness of your talent. I know that you were already in that time beginning the journey of dealing with this situation, and it's been years of offense inflicted at the hands of other people and offense with these people trying to change you and remake you into something that you're not. And the reality is, you know, this is why I said as believers, we need to learn to edit faster. And when I say edit faster, I mean, you know, if you're single and you're dating, sit down there over coffee and be real with yourself. Don't be driven by your need. This is the right person or this is the wrong person for me. I see a future or I don't see a future. Yes, no. Like we got to get quicker about that. Am I in a real, am I in a situation? Am I at a church? Am I serving people? Am I writing my songs? Am I giving my gift to people that receive me or people that diminish me and want to change me or make me smaller? It's different to be around people who want you to grow. And so in you growing, maybe there's some changing you need to to do or some criticisms that you'll deal with that are delivered in love. But that's there's a big difference between that and just being surrounded by a situation that just wants to make you less than. And you know the difference, all of you watching, you know, when you're in an experience with people that just want to make you less than you're called to be and less than you are. And you've got to learn to move on, let go of your expectations of what you thought. But I thought this was going to be this. And Mm -hmm. I wrapped my identity up in this, Mm -hmm. in this. And so I define myself by this. And I'm telling you, the reason I can say this is because you guys, I laid on my face at one point in my life with, with television shows and agents and managers and attorneys and all the things that make you feel important in the secular world and stylists and, and, and all these things. And I counted the cost and I counted mm-hmm. it all as loss for the excellency of truly knowing yeah. Christ, my Lord you and savior. It. And you know what? Yeah. I went through yeah. an in-between an identity where sometimes I would say, who am I? without these red carpets and all these invites that I get and these famous people and these, who am I? And God showed me who I am, who I really am. And I was that person even in that stuff, but that stuff didn't validate the greatness in me in a real way. It sought Mm. to make less of me. And so Mm. now today I feel like I can live in the forward 
And I can also step in that as a forward person, knowing what that is and not looking for any validation from that and being able to say no to that and wear that really loosely because that does not matter. Mm. That only needs my light to shine brighter because that is lost and unstable and, 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 and mired in mistakes and, and all kinds of stuff. So I guess, you know, I know we've gone over and I, and I know that, you know, we need to wrap up for today, but I'm just really trying to, I think, get you to see that you, you've, you are called to so much greater than the in-between where you may be stuck. And if you're stuck there and can't move on, you know, praise the Lord when God shows you, you know, like he showed you, Christina, um, that you had anger. There's some, there's anger still that's processing out of you. And praise the Lord, Nova, that you keep clinging to him and not to what's, I mean, not to what's been done to all three of you. I've watched all three of you get destroyed by brothers and sisters and, you know, churches and ministry. It's the same destruction that I experienced getting, you know, feeling diminished or destroyed by the secular world. It's all the same. It's just that when you're a Christian, you expect more from other Christians, period. But I'm here to tell you that as long (laughs) as Christians are in flesh, love the beautiful thing in them that you share in common, which is that you both love Jesus you're y'all love Jesus yeah. and know that Jesus will grow them up too. And that might not be your journey to take and mm. let God judge and know when to move on and don't expect anything. Don't create your identity in anything. You're not done. I'm looking at three young, vibrant women. And I know we have women watching and men all over the world. And, and what you, some of you are older, some of you are younger, but all of you are alive. And if you're alive, there is a chapter on the next side of five minutes from now when we say goodbye on Girl Club. There's a whole other chapter for your life or he'd take you home. Mm. So what are you going to do? Are you going to stay stuck in the in-between? No, I'm going to even put it better. T.D. Jake said it at one point in my life 15 years ago. And it rocked my world and it always does. What are you going to do with the time you have left? What are you going to do? Are you going to stay stuck when you need to move on? Or are you just going to let it all go? Letting go of the anger doesn't mean that, and forgiving these people, Christina, you already know this, doesn't mean that they were right. Doesn't even mean that they deserve your forgiveness. It just means that you deserve to move forward. And so you're just going to take all those shackles off and give it all to God and say, you judge it. I don't want to deal with it. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Cynthia. I'm going to go back to this, to this video and just, I'm going to cut out that little part where you went off. And I'm going to need to listen to that every day. Cause over right now, and over. Like, I feel foolish. You're right. That was what 2000. When did I meet you? 2013. I'm just like, that's too long. It's too long. Yeah. Anyways, you're, thank you. you. Know, yeah, because we can make a life out of the in-between. Don't mm. make a life out of the in-between. The Israelites were never supposed to make a life in the wilderness. Every wow. time they sought, every time they lost the vision of their moving forward, of their of their hope, 
of what God promised them, of what they wanted in front of them. Every time they lost that vision, they started trying to make a life in the wilderness, in the in-between from what they had been, what they had moved on from. They start. So what did they do? Let us make some idols for ourselves. Let us, let us party. Let us just basically just go away from God and just live for right now, this second. I don't want to live there. Right. I don't want to live there, Cynthia. Right. Right. Every single time they took their eyes off the moving forward, they were in the in-between just living as if they were lost because they didn't even have what they moved on from anymore. That's why they were Mm -hmm. like, we should have gone back. We should have just stayed in Egypt. Really? You should have just stayed where you were diminished and marginalized and treated like slaves. Oh, snap. And not not respected. This is hitting like... And your musical talents were just like, eh, whatever. And you were told if only you were a little bit different or you sang like that person or you wrote songs like that person. Seriously, I hope nobody watching disservices their own life and calling another moment by choosing Mm -hmm. to remain in a place that wants to diminish you and change you from what God created you to be. And you know why people do it? People do it because most people's minds are limited and they need to see us in boxes. They need to see people in boxes. If you can put a person in a box, you can deal with them because you know, this is the girl who's red. This is the girl who's blue. This is the girl who's yellow. Oh, these are the guys who are green. It's all about green guys and red girls right now. Everybody needs to be a green guy or a red girl. That is not how the kingdom of God works. Come on. That is not how the kingdom of God works. We are not created to live in anybody's box. And I have fought it my whole life. I refuse to get in a box because some human is too limited to actually be able to see that I live outside of everybody. I live outside of 10 boxes. And what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Are you nothing? Right. Are you just a wife? No. Are you just a mother? No. Are you just a girl who's on camera in a red dress? No. You know, Nova, are you just a girl who writes songs for worship? No. You've also sung at, you know, at the Country Music Awards. You know, I mean, come on. Which one of us is just any one thing? Christina Boudreaux doesn't just have blue hair all the time. She changes it every week. Like we are, I mean, and that's a funny and I'm making, (laughs) look at her little face. I'm making a funny, but you guys, this is really serious for all of you watching. You are not any one box or any one thing. God created you diverse and unique and with talents and gifts. And you have stuff to contribute to the the person next to you right now or to the people at work or to the world around you. And the enemy wants to keep you stuck in what you should move on from, stuck in the in-between even better, because then you never move forward into what yeah. God truly has called you to do. Read this book, you guys. It's called Stuck. Stuck. Yeah. It's the bomb. It's Terry B. Walling. Just, it's just, sorry, I had to throw it out there because it's yeah. so, it's like life-changing. So mm-hmm. I just had to share that too. I don't know I if we promote things or not, but I just like. No, it's okay. I'm, Let's share. It's, Always. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. And I, I I'm on, I don't want to be stuck, man. I don't want to no. be stuck. Cynthia, you are a gift. Thank you for always just uh, yes, putting man. life into us and telling us that we can do this. Like being a champion of others. I've watched you champion people nonstop and your wisdom, your experience. 
I feel like right now, basically I could run a marathon and I don't even run. So <laughs> <laughs> same, you know what? Here's the thing Be- coming for before we logged on today, I'm sitting here going, I'm not even going to talk. Like I'm, I feel so stuck. That's exactly what it was. And I feel like you really just like yeah. reached into my soul. I felt convicted. I felt provoked, but not in like a shaming way. Like I feel like, yes. And you know me, it's like, how have I, and forgot- we love you. It's and we love you. Yes. I love you guys too. And I, I have to tell you guys and everybody watching, like, know this. I do not give my time to this ministry for people to remain stuck. So at, there was a point in my life, I'll tell you a very funny story. This is, be- this is BC, this is before Christ. And we're I Christians and I probably can't, I'm going to let you go. But I, I wanted to make a t-shirt that basically echoed the sentiment about stuck. And it was, you know, blank stuck. We will not stay stuck. So Christina, <laughs> you know what? Since it's down, it's down to you and I, and, and, and we've gone over time and everyone, um, the other girls had to log off, but I feel like I should pray for all of you watching yes, and please let's, 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 let's just, let's just close in prayer. And, um, Teresa, you will not be stuck anymore in Jesus name. I just yeah. pray that spirit and that feeling off of you, uh, to Teresa, who, who wrote in this comment in Jesus name, Lord, I ask that you would just help us all to look at you right now. None of us want to be stuck. All of us want to always be ready to live and, 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 and move on correctly from the things we should move on from and move forward with, without shackles and with freedom into the places you want us to move forward to, into our victories in Christ Jesus. So Lord, I pray for Teresa specifically and for all of us corporately. That in Jesus' name, the enemy that makes us feel stuck, the enemy that brings anger when it's time to move on and move forward, the enemies that are working against all of our lives and our callings and our purpose, I reject you now in Jesus' name. You have no place and no right. And whatever place and right you think you have, we bring that before you, Christ, and we repent We ask forgiveness for wherever we've opened these doors in our lives, whatever, however we've let our anger give territory to the devil. Father, we repent of it in Jesus' name. And we ask now that you would move the spirit of joy and peace in the moving forward into our hearts and our minds, Lord. And that you would truly help us to move on from the anger, the fear, the bitterness, the hurt and the pain and the shame inflicted at the hands of other people and other situations that it's time to move on from. We embrace our forward. We receive it with hope and expectation and victory in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Hey, CB. She's back. She's back. (laughs) Yo, just, I'm we, back. I'm back for the post girl club talk. No, we're still, we're still, <laughs> we still on, we're still on we're air. Still but you know what? We're gonna say goodbye right now, and um, and 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 you can log back in if you want, CB. Um, 
for a wrap up on today, but we love you guys. And thank you guys for going on this journey. And I really, really hope that some of you watching are, are getting impacted and moving your lives in the direction of victory, because you know what? God put us here to live victorious lives. He, he did not put us here to live underneath and struggling and seeking and, and striving to walk and stuck in the in-between. We are not those who remain stuck. Our God is a conquering, awesome God. And so my prayer this week is that you can begin to make an inventory of anything you need to bring to the cross and put before the Lord and get unstuck from, you know, and, and, and I pray deliverance from any anger or any emotion that's trying to keep you stuck in the in-between. So that's it for this week, you guys. Um, please, I want to remind you again, if you're watching on um, Light Source or One Place, please begin to navigate over to, to the Cynthia Garrett Ministries YouTube channel or CynthiaGarrett.org and watch us live every week there. I want to get your comments. Uh, we want to interface with you. Um, we want you to like and subscribe us and, and share us, you know, with someone else, with others who can join this, this club of women and men around the world, um, this fellowship, because um, we're here to make each other run this race more powerfully and more victoriously. And uh, we believe, you know, that together we stand and divided we fall. So, you know, a three chord, uh, what is it? A threefold cord isn't easily broken. So if all of you share with someone, then we're that much stronger a cord in Christ to not be broken by the challenges and the experiences that we're all living through every day and processing through in this world today. So I'm Cynthia Garrett with Christina Reynolds and Christina Boudreaux in motion, spiritual chicks on the go to her next, her next stop. But we'll see you guys next week. Have a blessed week. See you guys. See you. Are we logging back in, Cynthia? Okay, now. What do you do when your world is falling apart? How do you march when it would be easier to stay where you are and die? Join me every week on the March or Die podcast, and we'll discuss that and so much more.